going to do part two of I don't want to get stuck in my past. And so yesterday I was sharing um I was sharing a, a, a piece of of my my life in as it relates to how I spent several, several years um being stuck in my past so much um that and, and yesterday I again I tagged this with our, our focus was being uh, how important it is for us not to get stuck in our past because it um we are we we we're walking f with our backs forward um as long as we're looking back at our past and as long as we are allowing ourselves to be negatively affected and impacted by our past we are missing moments um and we can very well miss out on things that are 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 important to us and so for the first i would say the first 10 years maybe um yeah i i think that, that might be accurate and I might be um, over exaggerating a little bit. It may have been maybe like seven, um, almost seven, seven years um, holding on to different parts of my troubled past. And, you know, I want to say that it's important for us when we, when we have, people in our lives who have uh, nuggets in their lives from their past that they have dealt with, they have healed from, they, because, you know, for me, it was, you know, I healed, but then I had to go back. God have mercy. I, I healed, but I had to go back and heal properly, which meant, which meant that there had to be some scrubbing, scraping, irritating, and um, re, you know, to reopen the wound so that I could heal properly. And I've learned that reopening, that going back and having to reopen a wound for me, just for me now, and I, again, I just be everywhere, but for me having to go back and reopen the wounds after I had healed was much more difficult and painful than I could have imagined because when you when you believe that you're healed okay when you believe that you're healed when you believe that you have uh, addressed uh, some things uh, and just because you've addressed it don't mean you've heal properly from it. I'll say that as well. But when you've addressed some things, when, when you think, when you believe that you have, you've overcome, you've, you've healed and you have to go back and revisit, um, from a different perspective, um, when you have to go back and correct, huh, correct mindset, correct, um, perceptions, correct, um, ideologies, correct, 
um, emotions, try to um, eradicate triggers. It is much more difficult to have because it's 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 like you're being it's like you're being traumatized or you're experiencing that thing over and over again. You know, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's like you're, you're, you're having to, every time you have to go back and visit it, um, it does something different. And that's why we can't be afraid. Um, we can't be afraid to, to revisit some things in our lives. You know, maybe now because of your level of maturity, your level of, of growth, that you may have to go back to it because you now can see it and address it uh, from a different um, from a different perspective. And so life is like that and trauma is like that and pain is like that. Um, and so um, we, we must make sure that. You know, we we do that uh, periodically. But back to what I was saying, the pain of going back to heal is 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 hard. And so there were things that in the first um, four years of my marriage that I was stuck in, and I there were times because of what I wanted versus what I felt, what I was dealt with. Um, um, oh, excuse me. Um, but there, there were, there, I was, there were things that I still wanted. Let me, let me say it. There were things that I still wanted um, that I, I, I felt, even though, again, we talked about yesterday, even though I was in a safe place, even though I was in a, with someone I loved, I still wanted something else. Okay, so my entire being at that time, my entire childhood all throughout school, my my heart, my drive, my dreams, my my hope was in basketball. And when I did not go on to, to play in college at the University of Florida, because even though I made a conscious decision to get married, to stay at, at home and to follow him in ministry <laughs> to follow him and support him in ministry, I still wanted something else. So you can be with someone you love and you can be in a safe place and still want something else. And whatever that want is, it will make you feel like you are settling Hear me when I said what I said now, and I and I hope I'm I'm, you know I I love my husband. I loved him then, 
but there was still something I wanted. I really wanted to play basketball. I really wanted it. And even though that season or my my lanes changed, doc, this is what I was telling you and Jeteri and that group the other week about living life on a freeway. You don't, you don't have just one lane. You have a freeway. So even though uh, my, the, my lane had changed, the shift had taken place in my life. The transition had taken place in my life. It was still something that I wanted. So you can live, you can be living presently and still want something from your past. I don't, and people can tell you all day, whatever, da, 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 and still want something from your past. It's not that you're unhappy. It's not that um, you didn't follow your heart. It's not that you are shortchanging where you are, but you can still be where you are and love where you are and still want what you had and still want where you were. And I still, it, and I was, I was torn. I was torn. Like, God, I, I, can, I, can I have both worlds? Is it possible to have both worlds? And, uh, it, and it was just, it was just, it was just really, I, I really struggled. The, again, that first four year for sure that I know, I really struggled that first four years because I was stuck in that part of my past. So even though some things have been addressed about the other areas of my life, there were still things that I had not addressed. And there were still things that I had not come to terms with. That that is over. And sometimes you have to, life has to really collide. You have to really, I mean, when your purpose and your will really collides with God's purpose and his plan and his will for your life have to really collide and you really feel um, you really feel the impact. Like you cannot, you cannot continue to go through your life loving this and still wanting that. And I was angry for a long time at myself and my husband because I got pregnant and I couldn't go do this. Because this is what I once loved. And I still love the game. I just know that there are parameters around my love. That's a whole other workshop, Doc. Um, well, there was, I still loved, yet there were, there were parameters around my love. I had to, I had to, you know, some things you, you get beyond and some things you go beyond and some things you grow beyond. Hear me, hear me when I'm talking. So I, 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 I still love it, but I don't love it like I used to love it. I don't love it in the same way. I don't love it like I wake up and go to bed thinking about it. I, you know, because for me, basketball was my way out of my small town. It was my escape. It was going to be, again, another safe place for me. That was my first safe place. My first safe haven was basketball. 
a court, whether it was dirt, whether it was cement, whether it was hardwood, whatever. So I was angry because I, I felt that I, I forced and that he forced me away from what I really loved. And can I not have both of the things that I love? And sometimes you just get stuck on the things that you want but can no longer have. And I mean, I cried. And, and, and I, and I got to I gotta switch gears here. And I'm thinking now, I, when, when I was talking about, I remember crying at night. I remember crying also because... Again, we're still talking in that first four-year time frame. I was crying also because every night, I, I listen, I was with the love of my life. Um, I now have my new love, my, my baby boy. But I was crying every night. Smith, what is it? You, 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 you're in a brand new house. The man put you in a brand new house. You're in a brand new marriage. You, you got a, a brand new baby, this bundle of joy. You should be excited. You should just be so, ex so happy. You can call it um, postpartum uh, stress, whatever. Post-traumatic stress. Yes, 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 yes. But I was, I was, I was where I was, I was, um, I was in love with love, had love, and yet I was still crying because I was thinking about how I cry. I mourned because <laughs> I mourned, and I'm laughing just to keep from crying, but I mourned because my life was somewhere. That I never planned for. And in all honesty. I didn't want to be there. And it's, it's nothing. It is not. Abnormal. And it's not an anomaly. For. For you to. To be in the best world. And still not want to be there. Have everything. And still not want to be there. I understand it. Because I have been there. He, it, was, it was not. That he was doing anything wrong. He was loving me right. He was loving me perfectly. My child was in good health. I was, I'm, I mean, I was in a great place but I don't be, because I was still holding on to a childhood dream. Mm, God have mercy. That was never meant to be a part of my adult reality. Rather be my choice, God's will. It was never meant to be my adult reality, but I could not let go because I was stuck in my past. And I cried, and my husband be like, honey, what you crying for? We go to the movies, we go 
Go different places and, and uh, just be crying. Movers, come on, just be crying. Because I was stuck in my past. I can talk about it freely because now, you know, I, I, I love, I'm where I am and I love where I am. Or else I would tell you, but I am where I am and I love where I am. I'm functioning in sheer purpose, will, desire, long, everything. I'm doing what I believe uh, I have been placed on this earth to do. But honey, there was a time. You're not the only one, my brothers and my sisters, to be in the best place, right? And and just don't want to be there. Because, again, because you're stuck in your past. See, when we, when we, get, when we get stuck, we are stuck. And, and when we are stuck, when we are stuck somewhere, it is very difficult to truly be loved and to give love. I'm talking about true love and genuine love. It, it is very difficult to receive it. So some of us, some of us are not, are, are, you know, you. there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with the way you love. Whoever you're with and in whatever circumstances, some people are just stuck. They can't touch you right. They can't love you right. Can't make it because you're stuck. Stuck in your past. This, it is, and it's, and it's, it's more than just a mindset. Being stuck is more than just a mindset. Cause I tried to play uh, games and tricks on my mind so many different times, but it all reverted back to what I what I felt in my heart. It was my heart. It was my my spirit, my soul, my mind. Every it was every part of me was tied up, entangled with my past, the place where I was stuck. It was very difficult for me to get over the p fact that people that I respected. It was very difficult for me to get people that I respected, who I believed. And it's not saying that they weren't any of these things, but this is where my mind was, how every part of us get entangled in trauma, get entangled in, in pain. I, it's like, these are people that I respected, that yet they are treating me like I've been the bad person. That people in my life who I love, respected, adored, revered, would just leave me because, I mean, would not have anything to do with me simply because I wasn't playing basketball anymore. It did not make sense to my teenage mind. It, I could not understand it. Now, hindsight, looking back, they had to. Huh. <laughs> oh my God, help me, Jesus. Hindsight is always 2020. Looking back, they had to. I had to be rejected. I had to feel abandoned. I had to feel exiled. I had to feel ostracized. I had to be betrayed. I had to experience all of that in order for it to push me and catapult me forward into the future, into the present. Because sometimes we can get stuck again. Sometimes we can get stuck and God will have to allow something that's 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 painful. He has to allow something that's hurtful. He has to allow something um, 
so dramatic, traumatic, and so, so, oh God, what, I, I'm trying to look for another word. He has to let something so difficult happen for it to catapult you. It's got to hit you in your back hard. It's got to hit you in your gut hard to say you cannot stay stuck here. You're going to lose your marriage if you stay stuck here. You're going to lose now staying stuck in your past. And if you don't move, you're going to lose your mind. If you don't move, you're going to lose hope. If you don't lose, you'll never regain grip of your faith. So things have to happen in order to shift us. And so it was like every every year I had to commit to chipping something. Every year I had to commit to tackling something in my life. I had to forgive me for not being more careful having sex and not demanding protection. It was really me. But I should, it was, it's, I had to forgive me for making the decisions that I made. And, and there were a lot of things that I was blaming other people for. I was blaming my mom and dad for blaming my brother not being present, blaming, you know, coaches, blaming fans, blaming church people, blaming it's incident after incident. And at not one point did it dawn on me. Sabrina, you are the cause. You, your choices, your decisions, your flesh, your desires. Some of this is on you. And some of this you got to own up to. You got to confess, you got to admit, you got to acknowledge, and you, you got to deal with this guilt. You got to deal with this shame, not from the hands of other people, but from the person that you have not placed any responsibility on at all. You. You. It wasn't him not pulling out. It was you, your decision to be there in the first place and putting, putting your life into the hands of another person. That's you. Own that. I was angry at him for years. But I should have been angry at me. I'm the, you are the only person that can hold you in your past. You are the only, yes, they did it to you. Yes, it happened to you. Yes, you were a victim of it. Yes, it, yes, it, 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 it occurred. Yes, it happened. Yes, yes, yes. But you are the only person that has the power and the control, total power, total control of holding you in your past. Yes, a lot of people project their past on us, but you are the only person that can hold you stuck in your past. And when you can own up to it, acknowledge it, 
and take the time to forgive you like you forgive everybody else? To, to, to take it off of you like you take it off of everybody else? Help you like you help everybody else? Pray for you, um, you know, like you do everybody else? Work for you? Like you do for everybody else, work for you, like you do for everybody else, work for you, like you do for everybody else, work for you, like you do everybody else. And part of that working for you is sitting in your truth. Part of working for you is healing properly. Part of working for you is going back and going over the things that you skipped over, you suppressed, you pushed down, you, it's, it's out of your subconscious until something snags it. Work for you like you work for everybody else. Right? Y'all, I got to go. So tomorrow morning, we'll be back dealing with don't get stuck in your past. Till tomorrow morning, same back time. Whoo! Whoo, Jesus. Same back time. Same back channel. I love y'all. Peace. I'm out.